Hi everyone, welcome to my dad's podcast. What's up and welcome back to episode 31. How the heck are you doing? Hopefully you're doing well. Um, We're back for the episode that almost didn't happen this week. Uh, Crazy holiday week, Labor Day. Had to rearrange my schedule. Charlie had her first first day of uh, real preschool. She went to a preschool last year, but it was like this outdoor one. But we've got her in like a real preschool this year. Um, and so I rearranged my schedule to be there for drop off and pick up. So I almost uh, wasn't able to, to get this in amongst several other reasons. But um, I wanted to squeeze this one in because I have really two major, major observations about all of the years that I've been working with clients, like two, two things have become very, very clear. And I want to share with you one thing that you can start doing and one thing that you can stop doing that I think might be really, really helpful. Um, so let's jump into it. I, I, made my, I made my commitment this week for one, one a week. We've got 31 episodes. It's almost the middle of September. So I've got, uh, you know, three and a half months left trying to get one a week. That was my commitment, but only one a week if what I have to say that week is helpful and or entertaining, hopefully both. (laughs) So over the years that I've been working with clients one-on-one, it's been since 2015 or 2016, um, or 2016, like really starting to dive in with them, Um, maybe even 2015, but There's a couple of common, common things that I've noticed, and it's especially been true that I've observed the last couple of years. Um, And there's two, two things that I've really have become so crystal clear. It's there's, there's one thing that people do and they're act, they actively do it when they're struggling, when they're feeling stressed, when they're feeling overwhelmed, when they're feeling sad, when they're when they just feel like things aren't going their way. However that shows up for them, there's almost always one thing that they're doing that is making it 90% worse. And I do this too, like when I find myself sort of like it's almost like I feel like I'm I'm like fighting the air, like I'm just like like, like, what is, ah, like, I'm just feeling off, and it's so obvious with my clients as well, when that happens, the thing that we, across the board, almost always do to make it so much, so much worse is we judge ourselves harshly for how we're feeling or for what is happening. Like, so if you're going through something and you're sad or you're mad or you're frustrated or there's something you want to change about your life and you just judge the shit out of yourself for those feelings or the, or that situation, you're judging yourself for something that already is as if it shouldn't be happening. And 
that doesn't help get you out of the feeling. And like 99 times out of 100, when I have a client who is, you know, they either text me or we get on our, our weekly coaching call and they just like, oh, like I've just had such a hard week. Um, you know, this happened and this happened and I'm feeling this way and I'm feeling this way and this is what I was doing. I did these things that I didn't want to do to try and feel better. There's always some sort of judgment at the root of how they're feeling more. And if they would have from the, the beginning just accepted that like this is how I feel today and it's okay they would have eliminated 90% of their struggle with that and it's really really something that happens really undercover because we have we, you don't realize you're doing this because it's like who wants to feel mad or sad or frustrated or any of those uncomfortable emotions? Like nobody wakes up in the morning with a clean slate and is like, can't wait to feel mad today. Or I sure hope I feel super frustrated today or sad or whatever. So I get it. Like it happens. And then we don't want to, we don't want to be there. But when we judge the ever-loving shit out of ourselves harshly for, for that being the case, we only serve to keep ourselves stuck there and we make it worse. So like a huge, huge, huge part of the work that I do with my clients is just helping them to recognize when they do that and to just talk to themselves in a different way, like talk themselves through that in a different way. Like, instead of being like, oh, like, I, I hate this. Like, I want to, I just want to feel, you know, happy, better, whatever. Instead of, you know, resisting it and fighting it, just talking to yourself in a way that's like, it's okay. Like, you're sad today. You're mad today. You're tired today. You're whatever. Like, that's fine. You can be that like you can be that and still be okay and it takes some practice it takes some rewiring it takes some noticing when you're doing that but this is not an understatement when I tell you that it's transformational every single time I've never help somebody do that. I've never, you know, it happened when I learned to do that. I've never helped somebody learn how to do that and not have it be a complete game changer. And it all starts with just stopping judging yourself for how you feel and thinking that you should feel differently. We're all allowed to feel whatever way we want. You know, we're all like random thoughts pop into your head that don't make sense and maybe you don't like them and stuff like that's okay it doesn't mean it doesn't mean anything that's the problem is that we judge it harshly that we shouldn't you know feel that way and then we think that it means something like i'm sad today that must mean fill in the blank like you, you don't know that it's just a temporary feeling but when we judge it and then we put a label on it, we essentially fuck ourselves.
because now it's just a downward negative spiral into more of whatever it is you're judging yourself for. And so the way that you change that is, like I said, you start to notice yourself doing it and you have a different conversation with yourself around it. Like you give yourself full permission to feel and think and whatever is true. And you'll be shocked at how that simple act will kind of pull you out of funks quicker. Because you, you have to change how you talk to yourself around it. You have to um, be what I call the nurturing parent voice and just remind you, that's fine, like it's okay. Like, what would you tell your child if they were feeling frustrated? Like, it's, it's all right. It's okay to feel that way. Not, oh, this is nothing to feel sad about. Uh, other people have it much worse. That is one of the most dangerous statements in the world because it, it is chock full with self-judgment. Chock full of self-judgment. Other people do have it worse. That doesn't mean that you're not allowed to feel however it is you feel. That, that just makes you feel worse. Okay, so that's the thing to stop doing. The thing that I've seen 99% of the time, like that solves so many problems. So stop judging yourself for how you feel and give yourself permission to just feel however. Practice that. Have a different conversation with yourself. It will be a game changer. So that's the first thing. The second thing, so the thing that I've noticed almost all my clients do when they're thriving, when they're feeling really good, when their uh, things are going right, when they're making decisions that are, you know, in line with their goals, whatever that may be, when they're treating themselves well, when they're just honestly like when they're enjoying life and when they're being their most authentically expressed versions of themselves. They are always living with a ton of intention. They are being very intentional about every, about as many things in their life as they can. Always. And what that, all that means is just getting off autopilot. Like, paying more attention to what you're doing and being able to like be present with the right now so that you can make decisions that are in alignment with, you know, your soul, essentially, like what, what your soul really needs. It's like, we might think in our head, like, oh, I got to do this and I got to get back to this person. And, you know, like we're living on autopilot and when we're living in that automatic very reactive mode that leads us to start to struggle and then we and we judge ourselves and we do the thing that i just talked about but the more intention that you have the more that you slow down a little bit that you 
decrease your stimulation. We are living in an overstimulated world. And so my clients who put their phones down a little bit, like they have some type of practice or habit um, of, of unplugging a little bit, even just a little bit, so that they can be more present and be really intentional with the things that they choose to do. They are the ones who thrive. Whenever I've done some work with a client and they, they're telling me about how well things are going and how you know amazing they feel, intention is always very much behind it. They're, they're very intentional about the things they're doing for themselves. They're very intentional about how they show up. Like they show up and they be who they want to be when they show up for other people. They're very intentional about the information they take in. They're very intentional about, you know, what they choose to focus on. They're very intentional about having a compassionate relationship with themselves and changing habits and patterns that don't allow them to thrive. Like an example would be they're very intentional about making sure that they're not judging themselves for feeling a certain way. Very intentional about practicing dealing with their emotions. Very intentional about how they talk to themselves. What they, the conversation that they have in their own head. And when, when you're, you can be that intentional and you don't just react off of, you know, however you are feeling in the moment and you're just on autopilot and you're not really thinking about it and you're just doing what you're conditioned to do, you're the captain of your own ship. When you're super reactive, when you're not intentional, when you're going on autopilot, you're not driving the boat, the plane, the bus, whatever you want to call it. You're not in the driver's seat of your own life. Your conditioning is and your conditioning might not be leading you to a place that makes you happy. Because when we're doing all this stuff that we're not really conscious of and we're not thinking about, oftentimes what we're doing is we're relying on our what's called maladaptive coping mechanism, which just means shitty coping mechanisms. Some of us happen to have good coping mechanisms, and maybe you're blessed with that, and maybe your parents taught you that, in which case, fuck you. Because most of the rest of us didn't get that. And if that's you, you're probably not listening to this. And I'm, I'm kidding. Like, good for you if that's if you got those good coping mechanisms. But the rest of us had to do the best we could. And sometimes it was helpful at the time. But what we, what we tend to automatically, that helped us cope at a certain point. But it's not helping us thrive. And the answer to combating that is intention, is consciously deciding to choose how you want to show up, what you want to do, how you want to honor yourself, how you want to be in the world. Like you, you know, the things that are going on around you, the things that are happening, like you can't, there's nothing that you can do about most of that. And I, 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 I cringe at the quote, you know, like, you can't control 
what happens around you, you can only control how you respond. No, that's an overly, like, that's bordering on, like, po toxic positivity. But you can decide how you want to show up and, and who it is or, or how you want to be when you're dealing with whatever it is that you have going on externally. Because, like, if we look back, there's always a... There's always a time when you went through something really difficult and you handled it really great. And you're like, man, like I really did the, that was hard. I freaking did the best I could. And then there's other times when you're like, man, like I really reacted poorly. Like I made that worse than it needed to be, you know, damn. And that, that's, you know, and if you're honestly evaluating yourself without judgment, and without beating yourself up, I think we can all say that we've experienced both of those. So it's like we intentionally get to choose how we show up. It's not easy, but it's way better. So if you want to decrease your struggle and increase your thriving, stop judging yourself. Start allowing yourself to feel however it is you feel and start being more intentional. Start practicing being more present and stop doing things that take you out of the present moment. Stop multitasking, doing a hundred things at a time. You can't always stop multitasking, but take some stuff off your plate. Stop doing anything that makes you feel very reactive and very not present and start to be as intentional as you can be about how you show up, the things you do for yourself, who you are when you face challenges in your life and the choices that you make being in alignment with what it is you actually want. And when you do that, you're, you're going to be easier able to make decisions that are more in line with what you want long-term versus just like those decisions in the moment that we think of as self-sabotage. There's really no such thing as self-sabotage. It's just a couple of different things, but one of them is just like we just get caught up. We don't have the ability to be actually present, and we just act on autopilot. And we call it self-sabotage, and then we beat ourselves up. That's a great example of both of these things at play. You don't have the ability to be present and, and be intentional about what you're doing. You're going to do things in the moment that go against what you actually want long term. And then you're going to create a story that you've self-sabotaged and you're going to feel bad and then you're going to beat yourself up. You're going to feel like you shouldn't feel that way and you're going to create this whole spiral. These two go really hand in hand. So stop doing the one, start doing the other. It's some of the best advice I can give you. That's all I got for you today. I got to get ready to go pick up this wild child at preschool and take her to swim lessons. I hope wherever you are and whatever you're doing today, you have a wonderful day. And I thank you from the bottom of my heart for joining me. Uh, it means the world to me. You take the time to listen. I really appreciate it. And I will talk to you on the next one. Take care.